this will be part three of a series that we have been endeavoring to deal with from the second chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. And I want to thank God for our ushers and our greeters and our health care providers and thank the Lord for our media people and all of you. However you got here this morning, if you got the row in, amen. If you, however you got here, thank the Lord uh, for you. Uh, Acts chapter 2 and verses 41 through 47, uh, we have been dealing with this theme after our 90th church anniversary. We've been talking from this theme, we can't stop now uh, because of the fact uh, we have to be careful when God blesses us. Uh, we can become, get a little arrogant and, and act as if we don't need him anymore. Amen. It's not the poor people that you got to worry about. Amen. Amen. Some of the most humble people are broke folk. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Now some of them, they call for a helping hand. They get a little arrogant with Sister Brown and Brother Roderick. But most times, poor people are just as humble. They follow directions. Amen. They even praise God because they know they broke. <laughs> They don't have nothing but Jesus. Amen. Well, amen. amen. You remember when you were broke, you know? If somebody just looked like they're going to say Jesus, you just, when you stand in that welfare line getting that cheese and that stuff, you, yeah. and then, amen. amen. We, were, we were skinning in because there was no other way. Amen. <laughs> but if when you get blessed, never have to watch out for we can't stop now, and the early church gives us this uh, example, Acts chapter 2. Let's read out loud. Uh, today I'm going to focus in on, on, on verses 46 and 47 uh, because I just mentioned my son, uh, the second, and when he was a baby, I never shall forget when I was putting together his first wagon for Christmas. A red wagon. I believe with that radio flyer, red wagon. And so here I was, 21 years of age, in college. Uh, the, the wagon came with instruction. But here I am, you know, in college, 21 years. I don't need no instruction. So I just put it, I don't need no instruction. Here I am in college. I was going to Laterna University. I'm no dummy, 21 years old. I don't need no instructions. So I started putting the wagon together on Christmas Eve about 9.30. I didn't need no instruction, Wallace. I'm 21 years of age. Didn't I tell you all that? I was in college. You know instruction. But the next morning, about 10 o'clock, when I was still fooling with that wagon, I finally reached for the instructions. Amen. And the word of God gives the church the instructions how that we may stay vibrant and victorious and vehemently in this fallen culture. It's right here in the text. We've already talked about it too. Let's read out loud Acts chapter 2, 41 through 47. And we are focused on 46 and 47. All right, let's read. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. 
And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together had all things common and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their food with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added unto the church daily such as should be saved. Amen. The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. We can't stop now. Part three. You may be seated. I'm going to just lift these up here uh, to you this morning uh, because the harvest is plenteous. The laborers are few, and so many churches are trying to operate without the instruction manual. Amen. So many Christians are trying to live without the instruction manual. So many marriages are trying to survive without the instruction manual. And that's why so many people are struggling because so many singles are because they're trying to do it without the instruction manual. This, this is the word of God. Now notice a couple of things I already told you the fact that those who believe, those who are saved, amen. And there's only three kinds of people in the world, the saints, the ain'ts, and the taints, amen. Amen. The saints, the ain'ts, and the taints, Amen. The saints are those who are saved, the ain'ts are those who are not saved, and the taints are the saints who are living like an ain't. All right, all right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, so these are people who got saved, who gladly, Peter got through preaching. There cannot be no salvific experience without the proclamation of the word of God. When the Holy Ghost came on the day of Pentecost, it invigorated Peter. He stood and preached with the eleven. And when he got through preaching, they were pricked in their hearts and said, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Yeah. And Peter said, Well, we don't like to hear around liberal Austin. Repent. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. People don't want to repent. They want to reform. And those who repented, who gladly received the word, added to them about 3,000. Look what they did. I told you the other day, to, to stay hot and vibrant, we must be a learning church. They got into the Bible. Yes. I mean, they got into the Word of God. I, somebody said it earlier uh, in the service. One of the things, one of the biggest problems that I think Dr. Robinson talked about is biblical ignorance. Yes. A lot of people would do better if they knew better. But they got, when they got saved, they didn't start the choir, they didn't get in the deacons or trustee, they got right into the Bible. Your information will impact your inspiration. And the more you know, keep you going when things are bad because you know who you are and whose you are. My circumstances does not change that I serve a sovereign God. See? And you need to know that. If you don't know that, then the first time a storm comes in your life, you will fall apart. And, and so they, they were to learn in church. We finna announce this morning, we last week before last, we entered into a covenant to read the Bible 10 minutes a day. Starting today, 
I, my drama is going out, but I, I'll get my drum roll later. Uh, we're going to start this week. We're going to start reading the Bible 15 minutes a day. Somebody said, woo-wee, amen, 15 minutes, amen. David said, I've hid thy word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And so the more word you know, the more you stand on that word, the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? When you know that word, then you speak the word over your, over your situation. God told Ezekiel, Ezekiel 37, go prophesy to the bones, Naha. Go speak the word. If you got a bone pile at your house, speak the word over it. Stop cussing and fussing. Speak the word. Amen. No weapon formed against me. Gone prophet. That includes Negroes and white folk. Gone prophet. If you know the word. See, if you know. And God going to supply all of your needs. If you know the word, you can pronounce the word of God. Amen. Because sometimes you got to learn how to praise God yourself. And I find out one of the biggest problems in church. I've been pastor now 43 years. This is my full church. A whole lot of folk would do better if they knew better. Yes, sir. A lot of folk think they're supposed to fight the preacher. And we, and we both be fighting each other. That's the devil. Amen. Learn the word. They will learn in church. Somebody say learning. Learning. Amen. That's why we have Sunday school. A Bible study, St. James Hill Biblical Study, mission and, and, and brotherhood, trying to get you in the word and get the word in, in you. Amen. Amen. They will learn to. Then secondly, they were a liberal church. They gave. They gave. That's why you hear talk about Dave Ramsey. We want to be one of the few churches around that all of our members, including the church, is debt free. Amen. You talking about you talking about shouting this morning, you be debt free. All your bills paid. Debt free. Amen. 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 All your bills paid. Debt free. You and mom won't be fussing. 85% of divorces are called because of financial pressures. There are people who come to church this morning, not because it was raining, they didn't have enough gas money. And there's nothing holy, there's nothing hilarious about being broke. Being debt free. You think you shout now. Amen. You think soon we get debt free, we can give more to missions and do all those kind of things. They were liberal. They sold their possessions. Gay. Amen. I thank God I grew up in a home. Excuse me for being personal. I grew up in a home with a woman who was liberal in giving. Amen. Amen. She gave. Amen. Everything. She just gave. Taught us to give because there's more blessed to give. Yes, sir. Well, I give a one hand clap. Amen. Well. Y'all need to get in the book. Amen. It is more blessed. You can't be God-given. Amen. Amen. Well, bless the Lord. Still ain't getting no claps. Amen. You can't do it. And the more you give. Amen. The more he give back to you. This church should be giving three to five million dollars a year. And one day we will get there because some of you saints going to get in the book. And stop trying to be mad at everybody. Listen, if somebody hurt you, let them go. It's over with. And walk in the love of God. Amen. And black folk used to give. We used to help each other. Now we got prosperous. And we ain't concerned about nobody but my four and no more. But when you, end, when you learn the word, start giving. Amen. God, God just blesses you more. Amen. Amen. You and mama stop fighting about money. That's why some of you young women in these dead-end relationships. God don't want you. But you need to help paying your bills. You can say amen later. That's all right. Amen. Kidding about you, but you need some help with your car note. Amen. But you debt free, you can be selective who you marry. 
But if you're struggling, the first dude pay you some attention. You like me? Huh? What's your credit score? All right, I'll marry you. Amen. See, but if you got, you got your own money, amen. So a, a, a learning church, a, a liberal church, two things this morning. Uh, verse number 46, we must be a loyal church. Look what he said, verse 46. And they continue daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their food with gladness and singleness of heart. All right, all they demonstrated right. continual loyalty. Yes. Amen. We, got, we got too many Christians who are yo-yo Christians, up and down, right. in and out. Amen. You find this church is doing what this church is doing because this church is blessed to have some loyal members. Yes, well, amen. Amen. You, amen. Some, some, some loyal faithful members. I don't care who you have in the pulpit. If you don't have people following you, you're just taking a walk in the park. Amen. Amen. And, and we ought to uh, uh, assemble ourselves. A lot of folks think it's a, ain't no big deal. You need to be where you're supposed to be. Some, of you, some people would last a week on a job if they went to work the way they came to church. Amen. That's why so many people can't stay married. They're not loyal to their mates. But they were loyal to each other. They continued. They, they, were there. they understood Matthew 18, 21 for where there are two or three gathered together in my name. There are in the midst of them. They understood Psalms 122 when it said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. They understood Hebrews 10, 25, forsaken not the assembling of yourselves together. As the manner of Psalm is, but exhorting one another, encouraging one another. As you see the day approaching, they, they were loyal. Some people more loyal to Texas Relays and more loyal to the, the, the Longhorn. They are more loyal to Urban Fest. They're not in the rain. And listen, somebody sing some old dead songs and be loyal. And then they come to church. Well, let me go and finish. I, I see right now. I'm glad we got through singing. Amen. Be more loyal to their fraternity, their sororities, their everything, their, their social club, bowling, dog catching, flea counting. They're more uh, uh, loyal to everything but God. And all God asks for is just a few hours a week. Amen, amen, amen. They were, they were loyal. They were, they were there together. They were in one accord. They were loyal. And, and again, more and more of our members will be loyal. We should be having three or four services on Sunday if all of our members were loyal. And amen. And amen. What well, bless his name. They, were, they continued. Amen. They, they continued. That was in the book. You got your Bible open. They continued daily. You know, daily. Amen. One and oh Lord, as others come a couple times, uh, we I'm, one day some of you are going to be coming on Wednesdays. So I said, "That's too much, Pastor. Hold up, hey, man. <laughs> Let me be. loyal, man. Hey, man, they were come. Look at it. They were on one accord. See, the devil hates unity." And one thing God hate, God hate that one that so discord among the brethren. Watch these folk bringing a bone. Big mama said the same dog bring a bone, take a bone. Watch these folk who keep trying to stir up discord among the saints. I don't let folk talk about people to me about somebody else. I will get that person. Come here. Say it to them. Amen. They're going to be filling my head with that garbage. Amen. 
folk a lie, amen. They, they were together. Somebody say together. See, you, you mess around. I told you a few weeks ago, uh, uh, if you ain't got but two teeth, uh, they looked better together, amen. Well, bless his name, amen. They were loyal, amen, to their fellowship. And, and, uh, and like everybody, Lord, we thank God, more of our members going to become more loyal. We got some great members here, but they were loyal on one accord. Amen. Concern, breaking bread, house house. Concern with gladness. Amen. And singleness, uh, single purpose. I know some of y'all don't watch TV, but last night, uh, North Carolina beat Oregon because of what? Single purpose. Right. Other night, uh, 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 Southern Mississippi State beat UConn after 100, what, 11 games straight because of what? Single purpose. You let, you let people come together. I don't care. You let a husband. That's why the devil hates unity between a husband and wife. You let a husband and wife come together in Jesus' name. And, and you're going to talk about it. You let this church come together and say, we're going to pay off this debt. We're going to do what God called us to do in Jesus' name. See? Power in unity. Singleness of heart. And they were glad. Amen. And then, and then secondly and finally, look at it. Not only were they a, a, a learning church, it, it cast down. Learning, they were liberal, they were loyal, and then uh, they were a lively church. And we've we been hearing that theme all day this morning about praise. And uh, look, at, look at verse number 47. Praising God. Gerald phrase, it was just one time, praising God, look at that, and having favor with all the people, and the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved, amen, they, they, they were, that's why I knew when I came here, uh, uh, I knew God had sent me to this church, because of the liveliness of this church, it, uh, this, this fellowship, uh, it reminded me of a Pentecostal church I grew up in. See. And I may not agree with all my Pentecostal brethren theology because they don't all agree with me. I don't agree with all the Baptist theology. But one thing I do agree with, I agree with their excitement. Amen. 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 See, my wife and I, I don't care how much we love each other, we have an agreement that whichever one of us die first, the other one going to bury him. Amen. All right. Amen. They won't try it over here, amen. Okay, how much I love her, amen. And when I die, she don't talk about how much, but when I die, because everything dead, if you can't resurrect it, all to be dead, see. And the early church was a lively church. I like to be around people who are excited and energetic about Jesus. They were, they were excited and they were energetic and they were just bubbling over uh, about Jesus. Now, now everybody don't worship the same because everybody don't have the same experience. Everybody don't have the same personality. But if you've been saved, you may not shout every Sunday, but every now and then you ought to say, Amen. <laughs> see, they, they, see, we cannot attract a decadent, devilish, uh, denouncing uh, a world, and we look like we've been sucking on persimmons. We we cannot attract a world that got their music going loud. I don't know what they saying, but they got loud music. Boom, now, boom, boom, doom, shakala, boom, doom, They got it loud, and they seem to be having a a good time. But every church ought to be a lively church. Now, you can't attract nobody. You can't attract nobody. Some of you, when you were courting, you were more lively. Uh, 
And that would happen to a lot of marriages. We get married and we get cold on each other. We used to talk to each other, used to romance each other. And then we get married, don't even say nothing no more, you know. You talk about how beautiful she is and girl and all that. You a brick and all that. And then get married, don't say nothing no more. Amen. But they were exciting church. They, they were energetic church. And, and, uh, and they were church that, uh, that God will add. You see, if we do the praising, God will do the adding. Amen. You'll get that later. I'm about finished. See, see, if we do the praising, amen, if we stop worrying about what's going on and just bless the name of our Christ, God will do the adding. What's wrong with a whole lot of us? You cannot praise God and be worried at the same time. Thank you, Reverend Wallace, in your prayer. He said, you ought to leave it there. Give it to the Lord. See, you can't raise holy hands and your, word, your heart is all worried about stuff around you. But the best way to overcome depression, the best way to overcome being in a funk, is just open your big mouth and say, thank you, Jesus. See, the only way to defeat that devil is to in midst of what you are going on in spite of what's going on in your life you still have the unmitigated audacity to say Jesus I love you and I thank you for everything you've done they, they were the praise in church we, we do the praise and God will do the adding amen we, we do the praise and God will do the, the sending and we do the praise and God gonna do the lifting up hey you see, there's healing in praise. There's, there's deliverance in praise. There's direction in praise. There is fortitude in praise. Have you wondered why the devil don't want you to come to the house of prayer and praise? Because being in praise, you ain't got to say nothing, but the person next to you start praising. It creates an atmosphere. It, when you praise God, you signal God that, God, I'm ready for whatever you have for me. When you praise God, you send the, the devil a tweet and tell him, I don't care, I took your best shot, but I'm still here and I'm going to open my big mouth because it could be my last time and I'm going to tell him thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for making a way. They were power. They were a lively church. They were a church that blessed God and, and I dare you to bless God. Huh? The story is told how for 15 years every Saturday the pastor would invite a guy to church who lived right next door to the church. Every Friday a Saturday Pastor Smith would stop and ask Brother Brown, will you come to church on tomorrow? And for 15 years, he didn't show up. But every Saturday evening, Pastor Smith would stop and ask, Brother Brown, will you come to church tomorrow? Tomorrow came, no Brown showed up. But then one night, the church caught on fire. And, and the whole city came out watching the church burn. And Pastor Smith looked over and saw Brother Brown. And he went over to Brother Brown and said, I've been inviting you for 15 years come to church and you haven't been to church yet I, I kept on inviting you but I see you are here tonight and brother Brown told Pastor Smith yeah thank you for inviting me but let me tell you this is the first time I ever seen the church on fire <laughs> yes sir 
you ought to bless his name because the lost are looking for some fire you ought to bless his name their power in his name their folk talk about it don't take all of that well you don't know what it takes for me because you don't know like I know what the Lord done for me you weren't there when he saved my soul you weren't there when he made me whole there's power in his praise power make a joyful noise all ye land serve the Lord with gladness come before his presence with singing know ye that he is the Lord let everything that have breath let everything that have breath let everything let everything that had breath praise the Lord. Ain't he alright? Have he done anything for you? Can you give him a praise? Hallelujah. Bless your name. Been mighty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna praise him. I made up in my own mind I'm gonna pray them because he brought me out he saved me he filled me he delivered me and I'm gonna praise him thank you hallelujah thank you it's pretty simple all you gotta do is just think about it. Dr. Curtis Wallace Pilgrim Rest Baptist Church said so he just think himself into a shout when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he done for me oh, my soul said yes yeah 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 yeah, my soul. Hey, 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 hey. Say yes, yes. They were praising church alive. Thank you. Alive. Want to get so loud that the devil stay away. So I ain't going over saints. Ain't why they too loud. <laughs> Thank you. If you haven't seen, we're not in an ICU unit you can raise your voice if you haven't read the signs we are not in a library you can raise your voice let the people of God say so thank you chill for all you've done oh, When I think of the goodness of Jesus, all he done for me, my soul, when I was sleeping last night in the very image of death, but early this morning, he shook me and woke me up. Yes, I'm going to praise him. Yes. 
man because he's real I'm gonna pray them they were a lively church thank you Jesus God bless you got some folk think they prayed if I leave me listen you ain't I bought my own wood matter of fact I was thanking him this morning on my way to church said thank you I will pray them yesterday when we were cut through all that traffic over in Houston I was thanking him when we were at that funeral because I thought about it it could have been me but he let my golden moments roll on a little while longer anybody here feel a praise in your belly why don't you stand on your feet and say thank you for saving me thank you for healing me I am no thank you Jesus